Hello there, and welcome to the KMS Wrap-Up Show. Today is December 15th. Today's show was Roach Motel. This is the first show Steve and Kirk did together when they were down in South Carolina. And it was interesting. Steve picked a shithole to stay in. For some reason, he, you know, chooses Airbnbs and motels that no one else wants to stay in. He said he had another hotel booked for around, I think, cheaper than, than this, but... uh he, no, he, he, he chose this. So Kirk was giving him shit for it. You know, there was a couple of roaches found in, in certain places. So that, that's where the, uh, the name of the episode. I am joined by Tim in Canton and a new newcomer to the Kirk Minahan wrap-up show, Cauldron Podcast One. How are you guys doing? Good, man. How about yourself? Up, Justin? Good to see I'm you doing, again. I'm doing fine. I'm warming up. I just, yeah. uh, just got done kicking a ball out in the cold. And uh, we'll get to that. Nice bath and uh, make sure you elevate that leg. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I, I was just, I actually just called my doctor. He said I should be on bed rest for the next like two to three days. Get an so, insurance uh, policy on that thing. That's yeah, money it's, right uh, there. It's, All it's, power. I got to take, take, take a nap. So. Didn't, a didn't Disney Blanda. make a movie something like the the field kicking mule or something like that? Yeah, yeah like 60s. radio, but uh, with a kicker. Yeah, right? <laughs> no, I haven't seen this. There's radio, but with a kicker. I know if this is news to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> no, I think there was a Disney movie too about a, a kicking donkey. Oh, I just, know, I just know of Airbud, the millions of Airbud movies that they have. So, so, so Steve's choice of um of accommodations, yeah, he justified it by saying it was cheaper than having to rent a conference room in the hotel. Although I'd be uh hard pressed to stay wherever it sounds like he's staying. And the, the scary thing is he said it's nicer than where he stayed in Miami. So <laughs> what does that strange. say about the place he stayed in Miami? Yeah, it begs the question. Was he in like a trailer in the swamps of the <laughs> right. Everglades or what the hell was he doing? No windows, like a Dexter <laughs> type of setup. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think we, we forget sometimes that he is, you know, he is from Maine and I live up in Maine and it is the West Virginia of New England. So, you know, he's used to going without. And and lest we forget, he did share a hotel room with not just his sister, but his sister and his brother. Most recently, <laughs> exactly a hotel room, not a suite. You're, you're connecting the dots. Room. So, so the first thing I wanted to get into from today's show actually has has to do with Steve, and it's the consistency of Steve. And and this is going to be a lot of a lot of people are not going to like this take because it's very pro Steve. I've been a very pro Steve guy these past couple of weeks. Besides him divorcing my parents, of course. And him, he has a history, you know, defending the woman, not necessarily defending Andrew Cuomo, but saying we should wait for all the information to come out before we jump on and attack him for this one sexual assault allegation, which is exactly the same take he had with mm-hmm. Blasey Ford and when it came to Kavanaugh. So I, I, I think I think it's good on him for not taking a political side in this, looking at it from an unbiased angle and saying, let's sit down here, wait. You know, she's this girl is running for office now. Let's see if the reason why this these accusations accusations are coming out now are because she's running for office and she's trying to make a name for herself, or let's see if it's actually more credible if if, if more women keep coming like coming through like Cosby or Weinstein or something of that sort. So it it was kind of yeah, Geary. It was kind of nice to see Steve sit back and say, "Let's wait for all the." All the things to not that not that Kirk wasn't saying that Kirk was just saying that no 
news network is going to talk about this, which they won't, even if 10 million girls come come forward. But I, I thought Steve was gonna gonna jump right on Andrew Cuomo and, and jump right on attacking, uh, defending this girl and everything like that. But no, no, he he he's consistent. Consistent Steve is what I like to call him this week. He he consistently stays in shitty places and he consistently is uh, he's consistent on his sexual assault views. So I don't quite, know. I don't know. Quite a yes, departure from the from the name that uh, Manawaska Rob gave him last week. Yes. Um, <clears throat> both beginning with C's. I, I agree. He's consistent. You can't knock him for that. He's got his, uh, well, for the most part, because I'm sure Warden of the North and a few other people will point out the inconsistencies of some of Steve's actions. But with this, he seems to be consistent and has not to do with politics with him, but it has more to do with um, finding the, the truth. Yes. Yeah, I think, and he, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I think you're right. I think he um, he's consistent in his politics and very inconsistent in his personal life. So yeah, that's a his, statement. He's uh, his politics, even in that episode, even beyond that, when he was talking about um, Trump and how Republicans are doing the same exact thing that they've been bitching about Democrats doing for the last four years, and and the lack of consistency in that is uh, uh, something that jumps out at you. And I think it's it it's a rare thing. It's that's why it's so special to or not special, but it's so good to hear these guys talk about it. Is you don't find that in any. You, you know, anywhere else, everybody else is always as far one direction or the other as they can possibly go. Um, especially with this, you get burned so easy. Why not wait until all the information is out? And so you don't have to come out and say something, you know, like uh, Kamala Harris was talking about uh, at the beginning of the campaign. She was saying, I forget what it was. She was talking, she was saying that they're, uh, damn, I totally lost it. But anyhow, I agree. He's consistent. You, you, yeah, I, I agree. You can do, both things can be true. It, the, yeah. the charges can be true, and you can also let justice taste, take its course. And by the way, justice does not mean someone goes to jail. Justice means you get your day in court, and what happens mm -hmm. from there is the definition of what justice will be for that case. But both things can be true, uh, and what do people say all the time? Let's not rush to judgment. So I, I, I absolutely believe the woman. Until this is proven false, I believe Lindsay Boland. Uh, but I also feel that uh, Andrew Cuomo has the right to answer for these charges. Hundred percent. I, I think they put that very well said on the podcast today. Yeah, yeah, they did a good job. In between talking about how filthy and nasty that freaking uh, quasi homeless shelter was that Steve's staying in. Did you see the pictures Kirk tweeted out too? Yeah. The cockroach oh, in the, the fridge, backyard with the beer bottle <laughs> and the roach in the fridge. It's fucking I disgusting. Mean, I, I don't, that's I don't know pretty vile. People can people can live in that. But another topic that was brought up today was the time. They, they called it the time person of the year, which they were actually incorrect. It is the time persons of the year, plural, because it was not just Joe Biden, but it was also Kamala Harris, which if you look back, I believe since 1992. Justin, there's uh, some there's some pussy in your bed. Oh, yeah, that's my cat. He's just being he's just bullying. Uh I don't know if it's, it's, it's never happened before. <laughs> <laughs> First time. But it's uh but since 1992, I believe the president elect has one time person of the year every single election year besides 1996. I believe that might have been Newt Gingrich. But so it, it's not surprising to me that Joe Biden won, but what is surprising to me is that it was Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Why is that? That that's the more surprising part to me. Well, what are your guys' thoughts on this? Go ahead, Colin. 
Yeah, I think, um, I mean, it's obvious that they just wanted to say Kamala Harris and they had, they felt they were too gun shy to go out and do that. Um, and they had to just fit Joe in there somewhere. Uh, I don't think there's any doubt in my mind, at least that if they had their, you know, if, if they had their way about it, the editor editorial board or whatever, whoever chooses that at time would have just picked Kamala Harris and put her on the cover. Um, but I think they were afraid of maybe getting some blowback about, and then also feeding into the conspiracy that, you know, Kamala Harris is the president and Joe Biden's just kind of a, a you know, space holder until he croaks. Until, yeah. Until the 25th amendment. Him. Yeah. But it's, it's interesting. And there's never been two, there's been like groups of people that have been tied mm-hmm. people of the year. There was, mm-hmm. The whistleblowers in, I believe, 2017 about the Me Too movement. I think the American women won in 1975. But there's never been, like, two two singular people. So it's very strange to see Joe Biden and Kamala Harris sharing the this award together. Well, uh, I think it's the least surprising thing of 2020. Um, the only thing that surprises me is it wasn't more... Um, I don't want to say virtue signaling, like uh, Kali said. They, it, it was all about Kamala, but you got to fit Joe in somewhere. It, it, who the hell reads Time Magazine? I, I haven't given a shit about Time Magazine in 20 years. Nobody does. The fact that those guys were able to rattle off again, <laughs> no surprise that Kirk knows just about everybody in line that is one uh, person or uh, persons of the year, man of the year, whatever it used to be, is, is, is the part that just – always puts me uh, in awe of his lock box of a memory. Such a weird brain. Like, why would that be something that you file away and make space in your head for? (laughs) The the only thing I I think time does now is relevant. Have you ever like read a time article on anything? I know they would write articles bashing Trump all the time, but do they do any like journalism or do they just say orange man bad? I'm shocked that there's still a magazine. Shock. Yeah, uh, I have yeah. no idea where they get their funding. That uh, if I'm not mistaken, the last issue I saw was about 13 pages. Uh, thick. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing to the thing anymore. It's just a cover. So, I used to read Stephen King used to like uh, do guest articles at the back every now and then, and I, I used to read that, and that's about it. I mean, I legitimately have not purchased or seen anybody with a Time magazine in right. their hand in 15 years i agree and you know for a fact that they wanted to do uh the group of like protesters from or i'm I'm just shocked that they didn't do the the protesters and have like kamala in a mask with a sign saying george floyd or whatever um as like a group thing Mm -hmm. Uh, i i wonder if they didn't end up doing that just because of the um the proud boy like counter protesting, uh, probably would have got them the more discussion now if they did. They and absolutely people were about the, yeah, it's about to slip right back to irrelevancy after I'd say <laughs> two more days. Bye bye. Yeah, so I, I thought it was interesting just the whole time persons of the year. I, I, I thought it was strange that I, I don't even know if they, they, they saw that it was both Joe Biden and Kamala Harris because they, they mostly just focused on the Joe Biden aspect of yeah. it and what has he done to win it. Well, what has Kamala Harris done to win it? She's the vice president. Could you see in like 2004, Dick Cheney somehow becoming the time person of the year yeah. with George Bush or, you know, yeah. Mike Pence in 2016? It's, it's just so weird 
I mean, it, so. if you play identity politics, there are definitely some notables, no doubt. I mean, there's facts of facts, but mm -hmm. if it's just based on identity politics, the only one I'm surprised wasn't included on the cover was uh, Deng Xiaoping from the premier of the Communist Party. I mean, he's the third candidate in that whole race. Yeah. Yeah. Well, do you know who I that know is, Justin? Uh, I have no idea. Who that is. I have no idea. Who that is. Dan Xiaoping. Oh, Dan. Oh, Dan Xiaoping. He lives in Danny Ping from down the street. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he he was the one that had Ping's market. Yeah, oh, yeah. He was Bobby Kennedy, right? He yeah. sells single yeah. cigarettes, right? Twenty five cents. Yeah, a yeah, yeah, yeah. Dan Xiaoping. That's Lucy's. Right. Yeah. Dan yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Well, I know. Oh, Xi Jinping. I, know... I think Dan Xiaoping is actually dead. <laughs> so. I was given I was given two tasks today. One was to go and attempt a extra point, which I failed on. I missed my first try. It was very sad. You can check it out on the Kirkmanan Periscope on Twitter, which I actually I, I just read an article that Periscope will be shutting down soon. So that's that's very interesting. Oh, that's news. Yeah. yeah. So breaking news here that Periscope will be shutting down. I'm not entirely sure. Or like I, I just read a, a quick article that said Twitter breaking on, news on the wrap up show on, wow. on getting rid of Periscope. So I don't know if they're just going to replace it with Twitter live or, or what it's going to be, or if they're going to get rid of the live feature or, or how that's going to work. Jeez, but, I'm going to have to have to Google box. this and, and hope like Steve, that I don't get any surprise cocks popping up when I do this. <laughs> yeah, that, was, that was the next part. I was also told to, well, let's just, let's just hear the clip first before we, yeah, exactly. Did you see Brandy Love was on Parcel Kate's uh, show? I did not see that. Yeah, see if we can maybe get. I'll be curious. A lot of men fans are tweeting at her. Like, how did she? I told you she unfollowed me. Oh shit! Are you not around for that? No, no. I think she unfollowed I, me, I, and then I somebody and some, somebody tweeted at her like, well, "What's your issue with Kirk Minch? She's like, "Who's that?" Oof. I, I think it's because I have had the occasional tweet, not fully supportive of the uh, of oh. the president of the United. I think she's a little snowflake. Well, I, well, I don't know that. She's a little she sensey. But she gets very easier. She's a lunatic when it comes to Trump, which I, I respect. I have no problem with that. Yeah. Uh, it's funny because I think the last time, I mean, she was friendly with us the last time we asked her to come on. We wanted her pre-election, but she was traveling. Yeah. Now she goes, oh, which is, I don't mind. Maybe she wasn't traveling. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. She can, can, can we unfollow her from the show Twitter and Instagram account so that <laughs> every time I open it, it's got a huge fucking talk in your face? Sure. Her. <laughs> I mean, if that's if you're anti-sex, that's fine. If you want to be a censorist yourself, ironically. Well, no, I'm not. Not being that's how, not being censorious. I'm that's, how, that's how you want to do it. If I, Censoring Steve, I think maybe that sticks. When I when I check my phone <laughs> in public, I, like I'd rather not have this huge black. What is your? Ooh, why is it black matter? That's right. Uh, Call them out for it. What is that? What what typically pops up when it's Brady loves white cow. white or you know huge what? white cock? I just I just would rather not have surprise cock. Like if Fine. I know, if I know, what is your issue with the male cock? penis? What is your what? It's, so what? It's, it's, you have one. It's like if you're if you're uh, at the dinner table, or you're. Like well, why do you Christmas why are you pulling out the dinner table? Well, if you just open it up and check Twitter real quick and see what the news is, and bam, cock. It, like it can be uncomfortable. Well, I'm saying this is a what? Now, so you're shaming her for her job? No, I'm not shaming her for her God, job. You're a I'm sexist. Just, pig. I'm just saying that if we could if we could eliminate surprise cock. The answer from is no the now. Thanksgiving. The answer is now no. No, actually, I want you to follow 50 more <laughs> porn accounts on, from the show account, please, Justin. Okay. I want and I want only cocks, cocks galore. I want at least fifty cocks followed on Twitter. Do you understand me? So, I was given a second objective today, and I followed through on it. Uh, there Best is the plenty, plenty of <laughs> new accounts that the Kirkmanhan Show is now following. I'm just going to rattle off a couple of them. We got <laughs> Mature Milfs Grammy. We got uh, Cuck List UK. Come Slut Lucy. 
G and N, who is a MILF submissive BBC slut wife. Husband is dominant. Wait, I'm, I'm just curious. Weren't you supposed to follow cock accounts? I oh yeah. <laughs> These are like because I, I tried to find like cock accounts and, and and big black cocks just fucking women. And this is this is the majority of what these accounts are. We got Mr. Side Dude XXX, which is uh, then we got here, here's where here's where we get we got Big Black Cockhead, Big Black Cock BBC. We got I this guy's name is Na Delcy Nezalizi, which I'm not I'm sure he, he might be from another country, but his his uh his <laughs> bio is I like sex, I like to write about it, write in messages. I like sex, send me your nudes to DM who wants. I will share them for you. I am a man. So I saw that there were a couple of cocks on his account. You might, you might want to spell his name later in case anybody else is interested in following him. <laughs> Just we put a link Hendrix, in the, bio, in the uh, show Hendrix, notes. Hendrix, who is 6'8 and 13-inch horse cock. Any of these, post- are any post- of these blue check marks? Uh, hmm, that 13-inch no, uh, no, believe it or not, BBC dumb. I love black guys. Cash app only. Verified. V- no. I hope Steve cuts some of that up. So hopefully, there's a lot of isolating on Steve today. Yeah. It's going to be spectacular. Justin, did you did you have a uh, certain uh, taste that, that you were going for? It sounds like when you were. I, I just looked up this. big black cock. I just Exercise? looked up big black cock, and what I would do is I would follow an account. Interesting, because the I, the objective don't was just this cock. Is the first time hmm. was what? It was just simply cock, but you decided you wanted big black cock. Well, is I, that correct? Yeah, it was just cock. I mean, there's other forms of cock in the following list, but mm-hmm. uh, but what I would do is I would I would find an account, I would follow it, and then they would retweet someone. I would click on that account, follow that. It was like it was like going down the rabbit hole of cock. So yeah, the Kirk, sure. Just trying to get show. a feel for what your preferences are. That's all. Yeah. So now, nice so now about, Tuesday afternoon. Very simple. Yeah. You know, it's sleepy day. So now, twenty percent of everywhere. The twenty percent of the Kirkman Hand Show following is now cock accounts cock. and porn accounts. So it's going to be a cock Christmas around your house. As it should it's be. going to be. As as it should be is is correct. But let's get back to the Brandy Love situation. So where this all all, all started from. Do you think Brandy's out? You think she's out? I mean, it would be a strange move for her to suddenly just be out on Kirk like this. It just doesn't seem like her. She's crazy about Trump stuff, man. She's she's like gonzo. Not quite Jerry Callahan levels, but she's she's pretty out there. But she's I don't, she's passionate, but I, I do think that she'll be back in the fold. I, yeah. I don't think it'll take much coaxing uh, from Kirk to get her right back to following him. Uh, he's, he, she, he is too irresistible for her. Uh, she, whenever she's on, she really sounds genuine in in her, um, in her admiration, uh, for Kirk and the fact that he's such a great fan. So I I think she'll be back. She's also a pretty shrewd businesswoman. She is. I would be surprised if she didn't, you know, want to make sure she kept all avenues of potential, you know, revenue. revenue. Yeah, I, I, I'm, su- I'm surprised that are you guys frozen. No, oh, I'm just letting you no. talk, Justin. Oh. <laughs> can't talk, can't talk on the mind. You talk, yeah, I, I know. Talk. Can't get uh Yeah, you talk, I talk. Well, I'm just surprised that 
you know, when, when Steve said, or Kirk said, uh, she replied with Kirk who, I mean, I mean, that's, that's gotta hurt. Cause I, cause so I met her at Las Vegas last year around October when I went to Las Vegas <clears> and <throat> I told her that I'm a big fan of the Kirk Minahan show. And she was like, Oh, I love the mini fans. And she went on, she, she calls them, she calls him Kirk Minahan. And, and, and she, she knew exactly what I was talking about. Sure. So to say Kirk, who seems kind of deliberate? There's no way she there's no way she forgot about who Kirk is. And, no, you know, I think she just wants a little Kirk love, and that'll mm-hmm. that'll get I mean, her right back made, in the fold. Didn't she make a video for him when he went away? Was it in Saka or was it when he went away? She sent her on, well wishes. Yep. Yes, on Absolutely. mental health break. Yeah. So so it's just like I, I I don't I don't see maybe there's something behind the scenes that's going on where she, she doesn't want to associate with. But I feel like that'd be strange. She was, if she's associating with Barstool, hey, maybe she did a, a 180 and she's a complete lib now. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? You know, uh, Barstool Kate convinced her to join the Communist Chinese Party, but it's but it's it, it, it's anything. What do you yeah. what are your guys' thoughts thoughts on on the Brandy Love? You think you think it's real? You think it's it's fake? You think she just you think she actually unfollowed him? It was one of her business people or her husband, maybe. I thought we just went over this. We did. <laughs> we're circling back, but yeah. So we're just we're just we're driving we're just it home. It up. We're just wrapping it up. You just want to get back to cock talk. I just, yeah, I, just, I, just, I, I get it. I just just a little bit more. Can we do like thirty more seconds of cock talk? <laughs> actually, actually, we got to wrap this, this up because I need to go. You can you can make this the cock corner, and we can just <laughs> cock talk all the time. I need to, I, I actually, we need to wrap this up because I need to go follow 50 more accounts uh, on there my personal go. account just because I just need to. This to time, just on your own, you're, the only time you've shown initiative <laughs> in your entire career is yes, when it comes, uh, when it comes to the finest cocks on Twitter. Yes, yes. Worth staying up for a cock around the clock. Justin that's right. Tonight. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so, <laughs> Tim, you, you wanna you wanna wrap us up with some on sure. this day in, in Kirk Minahan history? Yeah. So I'll go through about. episode uh, one twenty four, one twenty five, and one twenty six from December thirteenth, sixteenth, and seventeenth of twenty nineteen. The um, episode one twenty four from Friday the thirteenth. That was uh, Dirty Mike and Doggy Style. So that was when. Uh, Mike uh, was exposed for having had a podcast at, excuse me, having been on the a radio show called Dirty Mike and the Boys back mm-hmm. when he was at Westfield State, something that he never mentioned prior. Um, and so but one of his buddies said that Steve, no, I'm sorry. The Warthog was his co-host, correct? The Warthog was on there. Yep. Uh, Kirk gave uh, Jerry's Cal- Jerry Callahan's podcast a D for the first show. He also uh, spoke about some of the crap that Jerry had been giving him, and then Jerry begs him to come on his own podcast to uh, help promote it, and Kirk said, nope, not having it. Uh, also, Steve, Steve, and this one refers to Lint as fuzzies, so another indication of Steve just not being from around here. Uh, they called out to Brendan, the auction winner, who donated, and I think this is important to note, um, Brendan had donated $5,000 towards the Hunter Baldera Education Fund. So for anybody that uh, had forgotten, I certainly was one. Yeah, that was um, – that's the son of um, – Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah, yeah, that gentleman who passed away was uh, awful, Crazy. awful story. Crazy. Young guy, recently had a kid and was uh, married about a year. Um, and so they talked about going down to Brendan's house in Centerville, um also on the uh, oh and the last thing was uh it was the leaked video 
uh, basically could be considered a crime at this point, but Portnoy had hooked up with somebody and, and it sounds like that woman had released a video of Dave getting all froggy with her. So they talked about his froggish moves and the fact that his dad was on the radio and was trolled on the, his own show by Smitty. Uh, for the fact that he had no idea what was going on in the world that day, even that, though it was yeah, the, the, Bastos. the Bagwell, the the wide stance there. Yes, yes, okay. and it was the number one trending topic at Bastol, if not on the internet. And cousin Mike had no clue. Um, <laughs> episode one twenty five that was on Monday. Uh, everything is racist. This is uh, Kirk apologized for being white. Thank God for that. Uh, the Talib Kuli. Uh, Oh, Justin, that was fucking crazy. I think Quali. Quali. Sorry, I, I hate mispronouncing people's names. That was the fight that happened, and Kirk left it to the Minifans to take that fight. Uh, take that fight off but, Twitter, I believe. He was kicked uh, off. Oh, he is. He had a million followers, according to himself. I, yes, I believe. I believe he's kicked off Twitter. Wow. Um, so that was a fight that had happened over the weekend, and Kirk commented at how. <laughs> Talib was just falling for every parody account in the metaverse, and he got a real kick out of it. Um, also, something notable that's not in the show notes. This is when Steve committed to doing the year in review show. Does anybody oh, remember God. that year in review? Yes. Collie yes. sounds like you remember that. Yeah. And Steve even admitted later. Terrible. Was not what he had hoped it would be. Um, DEC offered to resign as president. Kirk accepted. Appointed Matt from Providence. There was some tension today and a couple of DMs that I got. This is just about this show, but that did change down the road. So be prepared, Patrick. I will be sure to mention when you were actually elected. But at this point, there was a nomination, kind of like when Nixon had to resign and and uh, Jerry Ford stepped right in until the next election to get booted up. Uh, Colinane was wearing thin on Kirk at this point. Too much talk about uh, going into the – KMS Discord and promoting the Jerry Callahan show and then getting nothing for it in return. Um, and there were a couple of songs. Steve's a lie guy had a Portney squats uh, while he has sex song in uh, burgers and brew to boys of summer. And the last thing on the 17th was very interesting. This was the uh, Christmas trip was canceled. Kirk called it off. They would not go to New York as they had planned to go. Um, he crapped on – well, he didn't crap on. He brought to light the deficiencies of EI and, and Chris Curtis crapping on uh, uh, Josh Gordon at the time and the fact that uh, Zabano brought uh, – he brought up how Zabano thought the NAACP was going to go after them because Bob Murchison sent to Shirley Leung a clip of Kirk clearly, clearly – being sarcastic, uh, sarcastic when a caller called in and said he hate Kirk hates black people. And if people remember, Kirk said, yeah, you're right. I, I don't even want them in the building. Don't want them working. It was so pathetically sarcastic. And, and yet, Shirley chose to believe it. This was another big piece of this episode. Amanda Dobbins. Anybody remember what Amanda oh, yeah. Dobbins is famous for? Call yes. you know what it was? She's the 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 movie um, yes. the movie thing with uh, the yep. Bill Simmons, right? Correct. Megan, On the uh, ringer. Megan. On the ring, yeah. Kelly, right? Yes, on the bombshell movie. Oh, Basically yeah, 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 yeah. spent an entire podcast victim blaming Megan Kelly. It was listening back, I cannot believe what this woman said about Megan Kelly and the movie. What what an absolute idiotic uh uh review. But anyway, Kirk had a great comment and said of, of all the great comments, but I know that he 
he thought that they should change in that name of that podcast to the three pussies podcast because <laughs> uh, it was so bad. Uh, Steve mispronounced another word. He mispronounced uh, compilation, pronounced it as compilation, whatever that yep. is. Uh, they did a Salon Pals review and how every third show is basically a best of, which is replaying an old show. And lastly, Richard Chandler enters the world. Guesses? You guys know who he is. Oh, I know who Richard Chandler is. Please Late WCXX. Yes. WCXX, radio station out of Madawaska, oh. Maine. This started out with Kirk saying this is a lot of talk about going up to Madawaska. And he said, I want to have a radio station in Madawaska that only broadcasts. So you have to move to Madawaska just to hear it. He would be on four hours a day. And that led them to calling um, WCXX in Maine Richard, and speaking with Richard Chandler. and who had, uh, not having it. I'm sorry? He was not having it. He no. was not. He well, was didn't he like, initially was like, oh, this could be my retirement. Mm -hmm. And then it immediately started to shift into, you know. He was he was not uh, backing down from his price of $1.5 And Kirk has always said his dad taught him, you got to be able, you got to always be able to go to a, the negotiation table and be able to walk away. Richard Chandler absolutely subscribed to that uh, sales methodology and was not having any of it. So that was 102.3 in Madawaska. Um, and also, just a little note, Richard Chandler was was also very critical that uh, he wasn't informed that they were taping. He, he kept going back to that topic. So those were those three days in uh, Kirk Minahan show history for this week, December 14th, 2019. Awesome. Thank you so much, Thank Tim. Thank you. Thank you, Cauldron Podcast. And uh, we will talk to you tomorrow on the Kirk Minahan Show wrap-up.